Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. And we're back, just like that. Just like that. It is football Sunday. Yes, it is. Cheers to the football game. 49ers versus Cowboys. We got to bring it. Niners got to bring it. You got your Big game. Uh, jersey on. Yep. We are a Bay Area family here. We like all the Bay Area sports teams. Yep. The Warriors, the Giants, not Giants. the A's. Yeah. And the Niners. Niners. And Sharks. And Sharks. I'm not a big hockey fan. But, but it's, I, I actually enjoy it, though. Yeah, it's cool going there, watching um, live. We are lucky in the Bay Area. We have some great teams. Yeah, we do. You know? We witness a lot. We have I've, no shortage of wins. No. I've seen Giants parades from when I was a kid. For, yeah. 49ers, especially in the 80s. Dominated yeah. the 80s. Four championships. You remember Super when you took me to that... Uh, the Giants won the World Series, and you took me to, to, to experience the, it in San Francisco. To watch if they won the final game, and they did. Yeah, we went to like a, a a bar outside of the stadium. Yes, right across the street. I don't remember the name of it. It was members jam packed. It was to the Mojo's. Gills. What was it called? Mojo's or something. Oh, okay, something like that. Oh my gosh, there was champagne showers going crazy. Oh yeah, but the streets of San Francisco. Yeah. I, I wonder. Yeah, it told felt you. like the apocalypse. I told you. We had to like take cover inside of a restaurant. No, that was okay. When we first left the stadium, of course, that was all the people coming out. Yeah, that erupted. But we went to my old neighborhood in the Mission to eat. Yeah, and no, I know that. In the streets, because getting... you wanted to show me what it was like. Yeah, I wanted to show you the experience. So we wanted to go eat over there, yep. but it was insanity. It was all yes. over the news. They tipped over a bus. They set it on fire. Yeah, they get the they restaurants. Get a they were locking their doors, and we're like, yes. please let us in. And they let us in. <laughs> they let us in. Cha-cha-cha. Uh, Cha-cha-cha on the yeah. mission. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, that game is at 3.30. Yep. There's been a, there's a long-standing rivalry with the Cowboys and the Niners, I think. Yeah, think. it goes back to, like, the 80s, 90s, because we've beat them <clears throat> in the past in big games. Yeah. Um. All right. So, the weekend was good. I had – now I've just completed week three of my deficit. Oh, nice. And so for me, the biggest change, I was really thinking about it. My nose is a little runny. I need a tissue. But um, I was thinking about it, and my calories didn't really change too much during the week, but my weekend calories changed. That was the biggest impact. That's the biggest change for me. Not going crazy. Not going for the free-for-all. Yeah. And having to kind of scroll it back a little bit. And you know what? It has been fine. I find that... Make sure, my tip for you is make sure you just have the meal. Yep. Have the meal, make it a satisfying meal instead of trying to hold on to the calories and like just like snacking all day because then you won't be satisfied. The calories will add up anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like we had a good meal yesterday. Yeah, like we had a burger and fries, a good burger and fries from the counter. Man. Delicious. Feeling too satisfying. Yeah. Do all that snacking, just empty calories. I get it's your cheat day, but just I can't just do empty calories. Like imagine it was just donuts. It's just unsatisfying. Like I like don't I love donuts and I love chips, but just, I can't eat that all day. No. I need I need hearty. I can, but I need, then I feel like crap. Uh uh-uh. uh. I need like protein. yesterday I felt good. Mm-hmm. So I had uh the counter, which is uh, I had a burger and fries there, and then um one crumble cookie. I hit the whole the whole cookie, mind you. And a crumble cookie's large, but I had a crumble cookie. And then I had a protein bar and a bowl of popcorn. That was my day. See? Kept it was it, fine. Kept it chill. You feel good, Yeah, right? it feels like I kept it chill, right? That still equates to 2,000 calories. Wow. You know? Yeah. It, it's, see? And that's monitoring it. Yeah. For me, easily, I can eat 4,000 calories without question. So that's why, the, that's why I said the biggest difference for me is just monitoring my, my weekend calories. And I've been super... Active because, yeah, let's be honest, you could smash a burrito at night if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, easy. Oh, yeah, (laughs) super. I could have ate again last night. Yeah, I I was ready to eat again for sure. So, um, but I felt fine, I feel good today, and yeah, I feel good. And we walked three Mm. point three and a quarter. We walked our, our we walked three and a quarter miles this morning, so I like that new routine. Notice we're, we're starting a new routine, a new pre-podcast walk. And I love that because then right in the morning, I get the biggest bulk of my step requirement out of the way. <clears throat> I am at 7,400 steps. 
And you're on a mission of 10,000 daily. Yeah, 10,000. Now, my goal was 10,000 three times a week, but I'm hitting it 10,000 every day. It's kind of like I got addicted to the achievement. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, it feels good. Yeah, it does. Feels good. I like feeling. You're moving. The more you move, the more energy you have. Yes. Because the more oxygen that's actively flowing to your organs and everything is operating optimally and you have more energy. And another thing about walking, the beauty of it, you're pounding the pavement. So it means your bones, strengthening your bones. Don't you notice on the walks, you see a lot of older people walking? Yeah. They know they're moving. It's important. Doesn't matter. Some of them move very slow, but they're moving. They're out there. They're moving. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, So it was the first time we had gone out to Santana Row in a while. Because it's been raining in California for weeks. And so the cheat day Saturdays or the weekends, I've just hmm. wanted to kind of hunker down. Yeah. But now that it's sunny, it's like, let's go out and walk. And it was nice because not only did we have a meal, we got our steps in. I did 11, almost 12,000 steps on a Saturday. Pretty good. Plus that's like the absolute best for digest- digestion, not sitting down. Yeah. Go and you walk mean after around. you eat. And we walk like literally. That, if you a low intensity walk. We walked at least a quarter mile, if not more yesterday. After we ate. Oh, a mile. Oh, after mar- we ate? I marked it on my oh, wow. thing. When we walked around, See? it was a mile. See? It's easy, though. You, we don't even think about it. Yeah. You're just walking, which your body's supposed to do. There was a lot of people out. But let me tell you, man, I was so frustrated because there's nothing in stock. I went out with a purpose. Actually, I went two purposes. So one mm. got done. So Because I, I went to Lululemon to um they alter your pants for free and my groove pants my flared ones i noticed they're just a tad too long and because of that i don't reach for them as much they're just not the right length and lululemon will hem them for free so i took them in they measured them they'll call me in three days so i'm gonna go pick them up in a few days but then i also had a list of things i wanted to get at sephora every single item on my list was out of stock Every single item. And Uh-oh. I had Sound seven items. Sound the alarms, you guys. Oh, I was so irritated. And then there's a second Sephora inside of Valley Fair. I went into that one. Every item out of stock. So then I got home and Dang. ordered it online for same-day delivery. And the DoorDash delivery guy brought it. But he went to a different Sephora. And five out of my seven items were in stock. So. You refused to lose yesterday. That's no, for sure. I was pissed. It's just annoying. It's uh, it's annoying when like oh. I don't know I I just don't understand what's going on in the stores. I feel like even like when we go to Target and stuff like sometimes I'll go get my like shredded chicken at Target and the entire case is empty. Hey, n- n- speaking of that, not to get off subject. Oh, that's but- your favorite saying, by the way. Not to get off topic, but <laughs> they say a food shortage might be coming. I hope they're wrong. So why I don't know. Why are you whispering? No, I'm are, saying a food shortage. Listening? Nah, food shortage sure, might be coming. They're, they're sane. Uh-huh. So hopefully they're wrong on that because I notice the shelves empty too when I go to different targets. Like, hold up, what's going on? Never was like this before. What's happening over here? I don't know. And, and Well, it's a supply chain shortage in oh, general. Gonna, I don't know what that means they're going to pull the, exactly. the rug and say, well, we have less to sell you and, and up the prices on us like gasoline did. They're already did. doing that. I know. They're already doing that. It's there's all these up. surcharges on your bill. If you're going to a restaurant lately and look at the bill, there's like a million Dude. line items. The health tax, the this tax, the, the just, this, the I gratuity. It's all added in. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And where does it really go to? I don't know. Exactly. It's, it's insane. It's just crazy. To me, it's like every time I'm at like Target or something and I, I, I pay <clears throat> attention to other people in line, like young couples and families with little kids and stuff and i look at them and i go man it's expensive to live it's expensive to support your family like how are you doing it yeah you know i look at them and i think that like i have like this my heart hurts a little bit thinking like gosh because i remember was it simpler in in your our times yeah i just felt like financially yeah i felt like it was i mean 20 years ago i just stretched 20 bucks 100 we were we did okay you know what i mean like we we never had a saying we we got to buy our kids toys and we we were able to provide for them and they they didn't go without but it makes me sad to think about the the people that do like and it's because it's so much money just to get the necessities just for necessities not even the the necessities like the days that we have to get like paper towels and and toilet paper and washing and detergent and all of that 
and it's so much money and we didn't buy one single fun thing. Yeah, right. You know, like there's nothing enjoyable. It's just yeah. the necessities. It just makes me kind of like sad for, you know. And then you think about like, gosh, just to pay the rent, just to do the groceries. It's a, it's a lot of money to live. And then you have your vehicles. Yeah. That's a separate rent. If you, ha- if you have car payments, insurance, gas. And then if your car breaks down. Yep. I don't know. It's a lot. It takes a lot. Yes. And um, I know like it's a, I, I'm an empath. And you know what I did notice? I do know where I get this from. It's like my, my parents were empaths too. Like it, it physically bothers them. Like my dad has a hard time. You know, he struggles with depression. One yeah. of the reasons he has a hard time leaving the house is there's a lot of homeless like in San Jose. And if he encounters like homeless, he, it, it really gets to him. Yeah. Like it, it just messes him up. He can't stand like those encampments where you see the tents and stuff. Like it really mess. It really impacts his mood. And it probably boggles his mind because your your father is an immigrant and he comes to this nation, which is one of the richest, if not the richest, countries in the world. And we have a huge homeless problem here. Shouldn't be this way. We have more than enough money that we know what to do with. You know, we have he- more than enough billionaires on planet. Just here in California, say the bear alone. They could fix this if they really wanted to. If they have, they were like, you know what, let's do something good with this money. And I understand some people do want to be homeless. They don't want to be governed. They don't want to be told what to do. They choose to live on the streets. I've I've talked to a few of them too when I used to do security Mm -hmm. work. And they said, I I don't know. Yeah, some choose. They just, they just, they like the freedom. Some that don't. And and listen, there's there's some on the news in San Francisco say, I get a paycheck or or some kind of check, some assistance, and they, they buy their drugs and they sleep on the streets and they're happy and they don't want to be bothered. Yeah, some but people don't. You know, that's how they want to live. Yeah. To each his but own. Some do. Some want help. So of course, there's you families know. out there need help. Of course, but it's just I don't know. It's sad. It's sad. It is. It, it is. is. I, if I want that Powerball, I'd do some good with it. You know what I always think about as a mom when I see someone homeless or like a younger guy or whatever, and I think like that person has a mother. He had parents. Yeah. He came out of his mother. Yes. He has a mother. Like what? Ha- like. Gosh, I always think like. Usually they're runaways. They get addicted to drugs. Well, yeah. And then you know crawl. what? It makes they, me realize they, Then they though, run off to the streets. But like, look at, because my parents are the type of parents that they are, that did not happen to us. And that did not happen to like my, my oldest brother. Yes. It very well could have. They could yeah. have kicked him out and been tired of his. Yeah, because he was, you know, bullshit. he had his moments growing up. He was, mm. you know, in trouble with the law, had a lot of a drug problem, an alcohol problem. And they never gave up on him though. Never. And to this day, he he reformed himself because he's been amazing. Honestly, he's a great brother. He does a lot of stuff for us. He's our handyman. Um, But to this day, my dad, his number one concern, even as he is approaching the end of life is my brother. Yeah. Cause he wants to make sure that he's, Someone who's going to look after him like we did, you know, in our absence. Yeah. He wants to make sure. And it's, sometimes it annoys me, you know, because we had this conversation the other night. Sometimes I get annoyed because he always is asking, like, oh, I'm just worried about not being like, he's fine. He's functioning. He's going to be fine. He has me. Yes. We live on the same street. Like, he's going to yeah. be fine. And I get annoyed with my dad. Too. Right. I get annoyed with my dad for saying it over and over. But then I, I, was watching Real Housewives of Miami, actually. Like, go figure. I learned something from that. But um, one of the housewives has a, a son who's disabled. He was disabled at a, after a traumatic brain injury. And she was talking, giving a speech. And she said her biggest fear is what's going to happen to him when she's gone. And it just clicked for me. Like, no wonder my dad is so worried because he's always been there for him. And it yeah, had my parents not been there for him to get him, him in through, a straight line, yeah. he would have been homeless. Like a lot of the people yes, we see. Yes. And so exactly back on the streets, drugs, probably back in prison. You know, you right. usually you do oh, that. For it's sure. a vicious and cycle. So I had to stop. And finally it was that episode that it put myself really in my dad's shoes. And I'm like, no wonder he talks about that because I would feel the same way. If I, you know what I mean? Like if I had. Your son was troubled and you were there for him. And, and I you was make sure you kept one, him in a straight line this right. whole time. Yeah. He's probably wondering like, what if he falls off the straight line, ends up back, you know. Yeah. Who's going to put up with that? Who's going to like. Yeah. Make sure he's okay. Now, my parents raised great kids. So we will. Like we, I, I don't, not a 
beyond the shadow of a doubt, like we would all step up for him no matter what he needed. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it, but it's still scary for my dad and I get it now. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Anyways, moving on to it, it it's going to be, it's the hot coffee topic. But it's also just the the main topic for the rest of this episode because, man, did it spark debate on my Instagram this week. Oh. We are going to talk about yes, it did. weight loss medications, specifically Ozempic or Wagovi, and the differences between the two, what they do, and what the great debate is. Do tell. You know Let's more about it than I do, so did, I'm going to sit back. Did you tell back. me someone... You, Someone you recently heard about was said Wagovi because you you asked me about Wagovi. What mm -hmm. do you know this taking Wagovi? No, no, no. I think I said it, I read on your comment thread somebody was taking that. Oh no, but it was a while ago. Oh, uh, it was a I, while ago before this know. situation happened. So, anyways, I wanted to share my opinion on my Instagram because a lot of people ask about opinion. They ask about it. We're allowed to have them, people. Anyways, so it's my opinion on whether or not, you know, I would have taken Ozempic for weight loss or Wagovi, and um, I decided to address it on my Instagram. So first up, let, let's back the truck all the way up. So what is the weight loss medication? The actual one that's the weight loss medication is Wagovi. There's other names. It's under other names too, but it's an ingredient or it's a thing called semaglutide. Yeah. Okay. So semaglutide, there's a company that has the patent on it. Nova Nordic, I think is their the company. They have they have a patent on it. It has been approved by the FDA for use for weight loss. What does it do? It literally it's like a um it's a GLP-1 drug that suppresses your appetite it's responsible it like it targets the part of your brain that is responsible for Suppress. appetite control and uh -huh. food intake mm. so taking this specific dosage of somaglutide known as wagovi which is a high dose somaglutide is basically curbs your appetite right but this drug was also previously used for and is currently used for but initially used for diabetics oh. but in much smaller doses because i've had some people say but i'm on ozempic and it doesn't help me lose weight well the weight loss benefits come at higher dosages of semaglutide oh. so ozempic is what is being prescribed for diabetics to control blood sugar and insulin response Okay, for type 2 diabetes. But the FDA has approved off-label use for Ozempic for um, weight loss as well. Because it's basically the same thing, can just package differently. Yeah, and in order like. to get the weight loss benefits, you <clears throat> just have to take more Ozempic. But it's the same thing, so maglutide. Yeah. Okay. So how does it work for weight loss? Like I said, it will basically is responsible for the receptors in the brain that control appetite and food intake. So you eat less. It basically results in a calorie deficit without yeah. having... I, I Someone described it very well on my Instagram that said it kind of just quieted the food chatter. Yes, food I is said not, that. Yes. Food is just not on your mind. You know how like food is always, when's my next meal? What am I going to eat? Yeah. I love food. That's just, how I feel. Yeah. I like the food chatter though. That's the interesting thing. I like food chatter yeah. because I like, I just thoroughly enjoy food. Yeah. So anyways, that's the gist of what these, these drugs are. Now, there's a lot of debate because now there's a shortage of Ozempic because there's a shortage of Wagovi. Obviously, there's a shortage of that. And now people are taking Ozempic instead of Wagovi. And now diabetics can't get their medication. Oh, man. That so good. that's one of the debates. So one of the debates is people are upset because now, oh, now that weight loss is trendy, you know, I can't get my diabetes medication. Here's the thing. Weight loss is trendy. Weight loss is not trendy. Yeah, exactly. Okay? That's funny uh, to me. Just, and, and people are thinking like they have a valid reason to take the medication because they're diabetic, but someone who's wanting to use it for weight loss doesn't have a valid, they have just as valid of a reason. 
Yeah, like obesity. Obesity leads. is also killing them. Exactly. And doesn't obesity lead to diabetes? Yes. What makes your case more special? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers, but it is what it is. I'm entitled to my opinion. You do not have to agree with me, and you do not have to agree with this opinion to still like me. That's no. what I was trying to say to someone on my Instagram. Like, hey, we look. We could agree to disagree. It's okay. Can we just have a healthy conversation? I think everyone has their points. But some of the things that I heard was like, yeah, but obesity is self-inflicted. I don't uh, I think that's a very ignorant thing to say because I could also say that about diabetes. Yeah, true. And it runs in my family. I could also say that about cancer. Right. You don't you don't um, say that someone who has lung cancer can't get their treatment because they smoked. So they self-inflicted. They got their cancer. You know, like that's just that was a very ignorant comment somebody made. But my thing is this. I I personally think it's definitely an option to be explored. It's not for everybody, though. And the people that are technically qualified to take like the Wagovi dosage for weight loss. Yeah. They have to have a BMI over or they're supposed to recommend recommendation is that they have a BMI over 30. Or 27 with comorbidities, meaning they have a BMI of 27, they're pre-diabetic, diabetic, diabetic, chronic heart disease. They're knocking at the door. One foot in, one foot out. So it's not for and shouldn't be used for people who only have a little bit of weight to lose with no health risks. It's not a shortcut. And we're going to get into that. It's not a shortcut. You think people are abusing it? Like really doing it? Like don't need to be doing it? Well, that the the rumor is and the, the chatter is that celebrities and stuff, they're getting their hands on it and using it even though they don't qualify as obese. If you heard that, it's probably true. Yeah. I hate to say it, but they, they get their hand. And anything that's going to help them enhance our looks or look better for the camera, right. yes, they're on so it. So they're getting it and- they're losing weight, and, and this is where people get upset, like because of the trend. To now, the trend is being really thin again. It's fl- oh, it's the, going back. The pendulum is swinging. Swinging, yeah. No more, no more thick hips, big old exaggerated boobs. No, so the it's the, going away. It's gone. The pendulum is swinging, and so then now they. That's why people are saying, oh, because weight loss is trendy. You're talking about a very very small percentage of people that are out there that are getting their hands on it for and yeah. using it in a yes. way that they shouldn't use it. Let me newsflash for for everybody who's listening to this. Newsflash. Humans do this. Everybody always does this. They always use things the way in which they are not intended. That's why we have addiction. That's yes. why we have. True. You're never going to stop that. I'm, I'm guilty. Xanax. You're never going to stop I that. I abused it and okay? it led down a dark yeah. road. A benzodiazepine is a, is a perfectly, you know. That's me. Appropriate pill to take for someone who has anxiety or panic disorder. Yes. But then you've got people who are going to abuse it and take it to get a high or whatever. Pain pills. You know, someone who has an injury. They take a pain medication as directed. There's always going to be people that use things and abuse things. But that's not what we should base the opinion on whether something is proper or not on. Because there's always going to be people who abuse things. Things, even things that are good. Exactly. Okay? Always. That's You've just the way it goes. You've got people who abuse exercise and they become orthorexic. They over, they exercise too much. Yes. You know, so. You're right. That's, I haven't heard that word in yeah. so many years. Mm-hmm. People don't know that. You can overexercise. There used yeah, to be a lady at our it. gym. I remember Dude, her. She was doing cardio. I don't know. Three, four, five hours a day, maybe. She was probably orthorexic she was like and this anorexic. Stick, yes. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You need yeah. to be doing resistance training. It's, that's a sickness in the brain. Well, a trigger alert. That's It's a disease, again, yes. a disease. Mm-hmm. But it becomes a disease because of, you yes. know. See? Too Anyways, much water, you drown. If you drink too much water, you drown yourself. So the big question to me was, would I have done it? As most of you know, I, I at one point in my life weighed 220 pounds. And if I had gone to the doctor and they said, hey, your BMI is high, you're obese, you are pre-diabetic and this and that. And do you want to get on this medication that help you? I would have been like, hell yeah, sign me up. See? That's you though. You're not telling people to do it. You're saying yourself. I would have. Yes. Now, let's get further into it. Here's what's the other controversy with this. People are coming out saying they got on the medication 
they lost the weight, they got off the medication, they gained the weight back. Mm-hmm. Why does this happen? Because all the medication is doing is suppressing your appetite. It's not fixing anything or changing anything in your body. You're just eating less and losing weight. So if you stop taking a medication that suppresses your appetite, guess what? Your appetite comes back. You know what I think they think? They think it's like an arcade game, like Miss Pac-Man's in there and it's going, eating fat away. That's not what it's yeah, doing. Yeah, no, you just not lost what this pill weight. is doing. Their, their fat cells are still there. They're <laughs> yeah. just emptied. They'll refill when yes. you start eating more. They're there. So how do you combat that? So doctors I've heard talk about it say, oh, when the medication is prescribed accurately for someone who is obese and at risk of death due to their obesity, the intention is that you take the medication forever. The intention is that you take it just like somebody with high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I take my pill. Yes. Daily. You take it because when you stop, if you stop taking your medication, that medication's not fixing anything. No. It is simply keeping your blood pressure at a normal level. Yeah. So if you stop taking it, your blood pressure will elevate. The same is true for Wagovi and ozempic for weight loss when you stop so a lot of people that are commenting you know that that have i've had conversations with or whatever their intention is to lose the weight get off of it but through the process of losing the weight implement their healthy lifestyle routines and exercise routines so that they could keep the weight off i think that that intention is great and it's important to have that intention i still think it will be very difficult for them to keep the weight off. Yeah. Why is I that? I think it's going to be very difficult. Mental, mental battle. Because when your appetite comes, it's a lot easier to sustain macros or a meal plan and all of that when your appetite is suppressed. Yeah, true. You're right about that. When your appetite comes back, all of your logical thinking goes out the window. That hunger demon overpowers. Now, do I think it, you only have a fighting chance if, during the course of your weight loss, you implemented lifestyle modifications. That's the only fighting chance you had. I've seen people on TikTok that that are taking the medication. They're so excited about their weight loss, but then all they eat is French fries. That's all they crave. That's all they want. French fries. You know what their you know what their body's looking like and their blood work if that's all right. they're eating. T- terrible. So here's the thing: because it suppresses your appetite, you know, are you going to be eating the things that you need to eat? Another thing we should definitely cover here, the side effects from the medication. So when you're deciding whether or not, listen, this is a conversation that you have to have with your doctor. I am not a doctor. This is not medical advice. Not medical advice. At all. So opinions. This is something you need to discuss with your doctor because you need to weigh out the benefits versus the side effects. Pros and cons. Okay. Always. So some of the side effects, short term, because it's a high dose. So you're going, remember, suppresses your appetite. It's going to make you feel nauseous, mm-hmm. um, potentially vomit, Ooh. diarrhea, muscle Yikes. cramping, Ouch. not pleasant. Not everybody has those nope. side effects, but you don't want, that doesn't sound very good, right? Nope. So the higher dosages that are going to get you the weight loss benefits, that's where the side effects come in. And when you feel that way, you definitely don't feel like eating. That's true. So obviously, you don't. You've been there. Yeah, obviously. What do you feel like when you're nauseous and throwing Terrible. Up, like you yeah. want to die. Yeah, you don't want to eat. Nope. So, you know, um, when you don't feel like eating, are you going to want to eat the nutritious things or get your protein in, track macro? No, you're going to eat whatever it is you can tolerate. I was just thinking about that. Like when you think of protein, like mentally, you're like, yeah, I love meat and all, but let me tell you, donuts and that's not pizza what you crave, and right. all that other stuff, ice cream sounds way better. Right. I hate to say it. I hate to tell you the truth, right. but that's the honest truth. So, you know, that's a problem. That's a potential issue is are you, the foods you're going to eat, it's kind of the same, a lot of the same things that um, come along with weight loss surgery as well. Lap band and all that. Yeah, because your stomach is so small, you only have a room for a little bit, so you don't want it to be the nutritious stuff. You want it to be the goodies. Yeah. You know, a frappuccino or something, you know? So that's a potential- Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that's a potential problem Uh. that, that I could foresee with it. 
Um, but so you have to wait, you have to weigh that out, right? But the yeah. only fighting chance you have to actually keep the weight off once you stop the medication is if you did focus on not just eating the french fries when when you're on the medication and having nutritious balanced meals and incorporating exercise and incorporating solid routines still going to be challenging to keep the weight off if your plan is to just medicate while you're losing weight and then to get off of it now why is that everybody's plan because it's very expensive yeah so sustaining it long term and right now most insurance from what i hear they don't cover it for weight loss which is bullshit that is bullshit because if i'm if i'm if i'm obese i'm just yeah throwing it out if i'm obese and i've been close to it i probably have been obese when i was 250 for sure that's obese right a hundred percent babe sorry so (laughs) so if i went the other direction like say i went to 300 and I needed this help to get the weight off because it could save my life because I have diabetes now that I'm yeah. battling. I have had blood pressure, right. the silent killer. I have two things. I got a heart disease in my mm-hmm. family too. So you mean to tell me it doesn't matter for weight loss? I know. It's I think they're looking at it like a physical. No, oh, some cosmetic. Of us, some people, yeah, cosmetic. No, but it shouldn't be because obesity no. is a disease and it's a co- yes. it causes death just like those other things and it leads to the diseases that cause death. So what you only can treat. It once it the disease is present. Yeah. So like if obesity is leading to diabetes, they won't cover the medication for the obesity, but as soon as they get diabetes, oh well, we'll cover the Ozempic yeah. for diabetes, the Ozempic dosage. But it's kind of I bullshit. wish this thing came out ten years ago. My mother would have been the perfect candidate for this. She would have. She could still be here with this. So pill. that's what that is what my my opinion is. Number one, would I have used it? Yes, but I was obese. Okay, so there. I didn't have just 25 pounds to lose. I had 100 pounds to lose. Would I have used it? Yes. That's a whole person. Um, do I agree with people using it for weight loss? Yes. yes. Only if you have a significant amount of weight to lose. If yeah. you're obese and you have already attempted lifestyle modifications and are unsuccessful. Okay, it shouldn't be your first line of defense. You should try other things first. Now, I mean, Holy. let's like break it all the way down, right? What does it do? It suppresses your appetite and it delays gastric emptying. What are other things that do that? I actually grabbed a couple of things that I use and I've talked about this openly even before this debate. When I go into a calorie deficit, what do I do? I care about appetite control. I yes. have my fiber. Mm-hmm. Because I'm basically doing the things that what Govi does, yes. right? So let me grab these things. Show them. Show them the little secrets. Okay. Some of my secrets are I take I take a Sorry, my little video thing turned off. I take a fat burner. Doesn't burn fat. Okay? Doesn't melt fat. Doesn't do any. Don't listen to the marketing of it. But yeah. it has green tea in there. Caffeine. And it gives me energy and suppresses my appetite. So I only take it when I'm cutting. It's Inno Shred. It's the yeah. Inno Shred fat burner. So I take that. Inno Cleanse is also from InnoSeps. I don't only take it with, um, when I'm cutting, but I take it to help keep me regular. So keep my digestive moving. Keep me very, very regular. That's really important as well. Because you need well. help. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So these are going to help. It's going to do the same things as something like Wagovi, obviously not on such a, you know, a no. high level, yeah. but it helps take the edge off with the food chatter. The last thing that I do is I incorporate a supplement called psyllium husk powder. So when I'm feeling hungry or if I feel like my meals have not been very satisfying, I will take a teaspoon of psyllium husk in water and drink it before meals. It delays gastric emptying. It's fiber. I want to try that. That's you, cool. It, it, delay, yeah. it f- keeps you full. Yeah. And so try these types of things. Look, if you're out there and you have 20, 25, 30 pounds to lose, try lifestyle modifications with a few tools. This is all I consider these a tools. I also consider... Wagovi a tool it's not the end-all be-all it's not the only thing you should be doing yeah no but if you don't qualify for something so extreme or you don't want to risk those side effects try something on a lower scale 
Yeah. You know, like these types of things, the tips that I give my clients when I'm in a calorie deficit, you know, um, I now if I let's just say like fast forward, by the way, the uh, the medication is an injection. It's not it's invasive. Oh, it's not even a pill. It's a once weekly injection. Oh, that you damn. have to inject yourself. Oh, so it's an injection. Um, I wonder if it's like a steroid equivalent to a man getting a steroid shot. I don't know, but you have to it, do it. To it yourself. doesn't feel the most pleasant. Here's the other couple of other things I wanted to point out. So if I, if let's just say, let's pretend that they approved it for ev- all weight loss and that it was just an easy thing. You just gave yourself a little injection and you could lose, you know, 10 pounds in a month really easily. Would I do that? No, I absolutely would not do that because. I don't like the feeling of not loving food. Remember, you are going to give something up. Yeah. You're giving that up. You are giving up because you will, you will literally eat to live and not live to eat. And if you, I, I thoroughly enjoy food. Food is something I love. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's why I, it's important to me to have a good relationship with food because while I want to, you know, monitor it and I want to have things in, um, you know, moderation, I still want to enjoy it. And I do feel like those types of medication can kind of strip you of your joy of food. Like something like this, these things that I just showed you guys, the, the fat burner, the fiber, you take that as needed. Yes. Exactly. So if I want to feel hungry, I'm going to feel hungry. I mean, come on, let's be real. It's kind of like the feeling of the, why did I used to love to smoke weed? Because I loved to get oh, the munchies. Oh my goodness. Who, who didn't love that in high school? I loved the munch, it. And then just go to town. The you know, best. that was the best. Go to the drive through Oh yeah. And so I would be sad to have to give that up. So I would not want to um, do something that was going to alter my feelings about food in that way but that's my again personal opinion it's my personal opinion that's it and it's not okay. medical not medical advice it's personal okay if you opinion. have a different opinion yes it's okay it's totally okay but there's no need to like pull out a sword and try to stab you no. stab you or take your and head I don't, off you guys i have nothing to do with it i'm sorry that yes. there's a shortage it's a supply chain issue yes it don't i'm come sorry for the messengers the pharmaceutical companies are up in the price like but I also don't agree that just because someone is diabetic or whatever, they have like, they, oh, I get, in, I get in front of the line because someone who's morbidly obese, they're also needing the medication for their death, life. That's door too. Okay. There's other stuff going on. And here. it's not, I don't like when people say that obesity is self-inflicted. I, you, you can land, you, it's very easy. Like, don't stand in a glass house and throw stones. Right? People love to do it's that. It's very easy that, to say that. That's like they're so perfect. They never make mistakes and they eat so clean. Like, you better look at yourself in their mirror before you start giving people advice. Yeah, it is not. You know what I mean? It is. Let me just tell you, when you wake up one day and you look in the mirror and you're 220 pounds and you it think, happens. how did this happen? Yes. And, and then nobody wants to help you because it's self-inflicted? Yeah. Like, that's a bunch. That's just bullshit. Yeah. You know, and this is where I'm grateful. I am so grateful that I went through obesity in my life. I'm grateful for it because it allows it's me humbling. to have that. It's humbling. That's it why. It's very humbling because we both went through it. I, I mean, I was I didn't lose 100, but I lost like 75, I think, total. Yeah. So, I mean, it's close. No, and that, that a person little human. that made that comment, like I, to be honest, I bowed out of most of the conversations that, that ensued on my Instagram because people started talking to each other and I, I don't really yeah. want to get into a debate nah. about it. Do what Joe Rogan does, post and ghost. But I did make the comment back to the person who said that, and I said, that is yes. extremely ignorant. It is. That is extremely ignorant because that you can, you can have that argument about a lot of disease. It doesn't mean that people don't need help, and it, <clears throat> it's very easy to say that, but you, you don't know what it's like to wake up one day and be obese and not even realize how you got there. Quick. You certainly don't feel like you did it to yourself. You just feel like it, it just happened landed. Overnight. It happens. <laughs> That's how I it's, feel. It's, it's the same way as losing the weight. What is the analogy use? The roll of toilet paper is right. big. Right. But every day you're using it little by little. Little sheets are coming off. Before you know it, 
Get smaller. Same way, gaining weight. Yeah. You stack it. You don't realize it. You're compounding. You're compounding. Same thing with your bank account. You're putting money in, you're compounding. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. Before you know, you're like, whoa, how do we get here? It happens. You got to remember, obesity is a psychological, in my opinion, issue. It has a lot to do with the brain. Mostly. Why do you think this medication is is hijacking the brain? You think it's the stomach because you're hungry? Because, you know, we feel it here. So it's, oh, it's my stomach, the Mm -hmm. hunger pains. Oh, I can't take it. No, it's your brain sending signals to your stomach. It's tricking you. So it literally is Playing games with you. Affecting that hormone in the brain that Mm -hmm. regulates your appetite. It's happening here. Nothing is happening physically. And that's, it's just a change, a switch in in the brain yeah and you know what's crazy it's not just america it's a, obesity is affecting even china's starting to get hit with the other countries that weren't before their people too are starting to get affected by obesity it ain't just us anymore now do i think that people are taking it like kim kardashian chloe absolutely because i know kim kardashian's a foodie and then all of a sudden she's like yeah. super thin um yeah, absolutely. Now that's where I'm like, you know, to each their own. It sucks though because if there's a supply chain issue and people are, who are obese or the diabetics, they're not getting their medication. But it's like, come on, manufacturers need to step it up. I know. Now right? for the warning, beware. And I'm sure a lot of you listening may have already um, fallen victim to this. Be very careful where you're getting this medication. Yes. Okay. It is not approved for the the company that holds the patent has not released it to it's called like um did i write it down oh yeah it's called compound pharmacies where they will take a small amount of the the active ingredients so semaglutide and they put in like b12 and other like metabolism you know fancy buzzword other things that are going to help speed up your metabolism they combine it and you get that at these like weight loss clinics that is a scam. Scam. It's a scam because it is not approved for use in compound pharmacies. Um, Nova Nordic, I think, is the company. They're the ones who hold the patent, and they even say it on their website. So if you're getting it from another place that says it like also has other nutrients in it, like B12 and other yeah. fancy names, it's I don't know what they're putting in there, but it's not so maglutide. It's probably some black market fentermine or or yes. like a, a yep. fedra or something yep. like that mm-hmm. that as you guys know was popular back in the um what the late 90s we a used fedra. it yep. i used it i a took lot. it rip fuel had it oh my goodness it, it worked yeah it, it did man um but strong. here's the other thing i have heard and also seen one some of the side effects are pretty intensive so some of the side effects are it could cause gallstones oh issues with your gallbladder and no potentially bueno. cancer. So Don't want that. So there are some pretty serious side effects. That's why I say like, you know, this is not a first line of defense. This is you've tried everything. Yes. You are having some like serious health like, issues or you're at risk of some serious health issues. And you are willing to take this, you know. Yeah. To do the side it, effects. It, it, and, and I don't want to compare the two, but it's like. Older men now, TRT is super popular now, and you're seeing a lot of older guys, 50 enough, who are ripped and muscular and this and that. And, and then I'll go on, I'll go on the page and see, and of course it'll be a younger dude, testosterone, steroids. I'm like, what do you expect, kid? We're 50 years old. Our yeah. bodies don't produce oh, you it like mean our the 20s. Comment saying, oh, steroids. No, it's hard work too. You yeah. still have to diet. Yeah. Yes. Are they having TRT? Yes. You still have to do the work. Mm-hmm. You still have to eat clean. But we don't produce testosterone. It's a fact. So yes, if older men want a little help. It's okay. Why right. not? People Why not are feel just good? waiting in the wings to they just, judge. Just love to, yeah. To be honest, for me, I felt like the people that were the most angry were probably people that want to be on it deep down, but they can't afford it. Yes, of course. Um, I want to see, I want to pull up my Instagram and see and, if- And if you got any 20-something years listening, don't, you don't need to be doing testosterone. Your body produces it naturally just fine. Wait till you're older when you really need it. Listen, I'm, I plan on- no. Getting my hormones checked and going on hormone replacement therapy when of needed. Of course. I'm definitely Why in not? the throes of like perimenopause, menopause right now, TMI, but I haven't had a period since May. Almost a year. It's going on a year. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is what it is. I'm going to be 47 next week. Wow, or, yeah. This or Saturday, I'm going to be 47. You know, that's, yeah. this is when it happens. So, 
Um, and I also noticed that, and I'm going to be doing a YouTube video, so stay tuned for that because on, on the progress update for my calorie deficit. So obviously, I maintained I maintained pretty well throughout the year. Yeah. But I I probably put on maybe a couple of pounds of fat, but I noticed different this year. The fat that I put on uh-huh. all went to my midsection because my jeans that are very tight on the waist, they were altered on the waist, so they're super tight. Uh-huh. They're very tight on my waist. And I'm like, normally, two to three pounds of fat gain isn't going to cause your jeans not to fit. Yeah. But because I am in the throes of menopause, which means my progesterone and, e- progesterone and estrogen are low... The fat that I gain all gets concentrated to my abdomen. Damn. So two pounds feels like maybe what five years ago, what 10 pounds would have felt like. Oh, wow. You see how that works? Because yeah. those hormones dictate where the fat goes. So that's why people feel like, oh, I'm in menopause. So I gained a lot of weight and it's all to my midsection. A little amount of weight feels like a ton of weight because it's concentrated to one area instead of being dispersed throughout your whole body. I see. That's a huge difference, right? Yeah. Two pounds in the stomach or two yeah. pounds, yeah. some of it in my arms, some of it in my legs. Yeah. So it does make a big difference yeah. if it's concentrated. Yeah, I see. Of course. Nothing watered down is going to be the same. And everything out there, you got to do your, your homework you on No, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the fat. <laughs> my uh, fat, if it's concentrated in my uh, stomach. Oh, I was thinking about the other thing you were he talking lost about. lost train of thought. Guess well, what? Well, because you, you guys, paused us. Yeah, we had, a, we had a little break right now because my dad called. Sorry. This is the, the reality of my life right now as my dad is having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a bad, it's a bad day for dad means bad day for, for me. Grumpy, grumpy over here. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. It's, it's tough. For those of you who don't know, my dad is ill and I'm his caretaker and he's struggling. He, he just needs a little bit of medication. And he'll be okay, but... So let me ask you this. It's like, you know how our hormones, the main thing that men, it, it flusters us because mm-hmm. it messes with our libido. A lot of guys are going to admit that, but that's one of the main things. Mm-hmm. Does it mess with you guys' yes, libido 100%. too? Yes, 100%. Of course. It's a sex hormone. God damn. Ester- low estrogen, uh, low testosterone. Man. It does, for sure. Well, I'm, we're both going to get on it. I want to see where my levels are at. And Exactly. I'm older. If I need it, I'll take it. If I don't need it, fine. I like to do things naturally to boost it. Yeah, so the difference between like performance enhancement drugs and anabolic steroid use and hormone replacement therapy is hormone replacement therapy takes your levels back to normal, normal. T- back to baseline. Yes, baseline. Whereas people who are using performance and enhancing drugs for like sports or whatever, they are taking their levels to the moon. And they compound it with other, it won't just be right. steroids. There'll be something else on top of that and then something right. else on top of that right. and maybe a pill. Right. They go overkill. Yeah. That's why I'm be mine to normal. I'm happy. Yeah, happy. Exactly. If I'm normal, I ain't taking nothing. I don't want to mess with my my natural. If I don't need it, but I'm pretty sure I need it. I'm not gonna throw fifty. I know it's just it is what it is. Last Father time, year, undefeated. Last year when I had my checkup, it was in March. She didn't feel like I was. I, I had had a period and I was fine or whatever. So we didn't really test my hormones. She didn't feel like I was in perimenopause or anything yet. But then. Two months later, I had my last period. And I haven't had one since. It's amazing what a year will do. And then I know. I know my body very well. Mm-hmm. I literally put on a little bit of weight and it went right to my waistline. And so that's why for my cut, um, I, I didn't do a weight. I didn't weigh myself. I could care less what the scale said. Yeah. I just, I put those jeans on that were so tight I couldn't even zip them. <laughs> and I took a picture of the jeans. And then, um, so I'm monitoring how the jeans fit. And that's how I'm monitoring whether the fat's going away or not. Because I know where it went. There's no mystery there. It went yeah. to my midsection. So wow, that's what I will be updating on. on it's uh, crazy YouTube. how fat travels. Then you got some people who are built different. They'll have a small waistline, but it all goes to their thighs. But the for lower women, extremity. even if for their whole life, they've always gained weight in their lower half or whatever. When you enter menopause, you'll notice a shift in that distribution. Damn. It does go because progesterone is the hormone that dictates your, you know, usually you will gain fat in your hips, your butt, your legs. So when the progesterone is low, the fat goes to your stomach. It's all because you're not fertile anymore. Mm. If you're not fertile anymore, there's no need for you to have a womanly shape to attract the male. It's all chemistry and all science. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's all science because men. You're right. Men get, they, they, 
attribute a woman as being fertile if they look at her and there's a big waist to hip ratio. It's science. I'm not saying this like on a trivial. This is yeah. like our chemical, how the chemicals work in the body. Yes. That is what will, that's how. We're designed to procreate. Yes, that's we're designed to procreate. And that's, it's all, women have waistlines, but once we're not fertile anymore, our hormones do not preserve the waistline. And the same is to be said for like, if you have someone who's much younger, but has huge, like they have maybe huge thighs and their weight goes all to their lower half. It's because yeah. they have high estrogen, oh. really high estrogen. So it's over-exaggerated going to their lower half. It's, and they have it's a like super saying it's overactive, waist. basically. Mm -hmm. Super overactive. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. all chemical. And chemical. there's all a reason for it. Yes. You know, so it's, th there's it's a very reason unique. For it. Like who made us? Like I, I know there's people religious in this God. Yes, something made us, but it's just, it's, it's amazing crazy. what our bodies do, our cells do everything. It's And how did we figure it out? I, and what, did, who figured out that there's a mitochondria inside of a cell that's responsible for energy and yada, yada, yada. of the yada. muscle, yes. It's a mind F. Yes, it is. How do we figure this all oh, out? Oh gosh, it's a mind F. But anyways, I'm glad there are scientists figuring stuff out. Yes. And I am glad, Legit. even though it's coming with controversy, that- there are starting to be more options besides just weight loss surgery for people struggling with obesity. Yep. Of course, I'm a weight loss coach. I still believe in lifestyle modifications. You still need to do them if you even want a fighting chance to retain those results. Or if you want to try, you know, lifestyle modifications first before even thinking about something like that. But I'm glad for technology and science. And I always have told you guys, you know this. I've said this from the beginning. I do not believe in the magic pill, short-term solutions or whatever, but that if something came up that I did potentially believe in, that I would tell you. And that's what I did with my Instagram. Yeah. I admitted it. I said, hey, you know what? I mean, it's not magic, but yeah, I feel like this is a We're getting close. Good... We're getting close. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm my, I think in the next 10 years, They'll have, they'll have a magic pill. We're getting close. It's getting close. I mean, we're, to me, pill. this is- It's getting there. I mean, side effects, long-term side effects, more studies, yes. Yeah, yeah. It remains to be seen, but yeah. I'm definitely- I think, I think we're going to unlock the code or crack yeah. the code, as they say, because we're just, we're evolving fast. We're smart. Mm -hmm. Look what we're doing. I mean, technology is speeding up. Scientists are getting, it's crazy. Life's going to be way different in the next 10, 20 yeah, years. For sure. So scary. Kinda. Thank you for engaging in a healthy debate. For those of you who engaged in a healthy debate and didn't put anyone down on the process, my Instagram nah. and my TikTok, I appreciate it. I thought it was a good conversation for the most part. Um, like I said, when things get a little, start to get a little crazy, I bow out. Yeah. <laughs> so I bowed out of the conversation there, but I wanted to just further give you my full thoughts on the topic and uh, as always, you guys, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, and we will see you on the next Don't one. Don't forget to give us a review, you guys. Thank you.